topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe. Coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. Welcome to Thursday edition of the WRSU crew. Dylan Allen, Doug Willick, Alex Carminati. We got Alec coming in in a second as well. No Sean Ned Carney today. He's over at the Somerset Patriots. And no Christian Vasquez. He's celebrating his brother's birthday. But it's okay. We still got four today. Alec will be in in just a sec. Guys, how you doing today? Doug, it's good to be here on the Thursday crew. Christian, your brother, happy birthday. Sean Ned Carney. Somerset Patriots, huh? I'm sure he's having a blast out there about a half hour or 15, 20 minutes away, whatever it is from here. Something like that, right, Doug? Yeah, just about that. Well, anyway, I'm happy to be here. Good old DAs to my right, Doug to my left, and gentlemen, let's have a blast this Thursday evening. Yeah, it's, it's 16 minutes away. I just looked it up from here, which is, yeah, it's a very close drive. Now, Somerset's north or south from here? Uh, it's like kind of like west almost. It's just a little bit north. Northwest? Yeah, I mean, okay. here, you can look at the computer screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's west, kind of. I would say slightly north. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Fair enough. Okay. But, um, I mean, overall, I tell you, Rutgers baseball, while, while we're talking about Somerset and baseball and things like that, let's open up with baseball and the spring sports going on. Yes. And I'm telling you, Rutgers baseball lost yesterday. 16-game winning streak came to a snap to Princeton out of all teams at home, 9-7. to It was a back-and-forth contest. Princeton was up 6 nothing at one point in the top of the second inning. Rutgers came back, scored 7 unanswered. They were up 7-6. to Princeton tied it with a solo shot in the bottom of the, uh, or, or the top of the 8th. And then the top of the ninth, a two-run go-ahead double to put Princeton up 9-7. Rutgers went down 1-2-3 in the bottom nine. That winning streak comes to a close at Baton Field, and that's their first loss ever at home this year in 2022. A really shocking loss, but that streak comes to a close. It's just time for this team to turn around. They take on Iowa this upcoming weekend. That starts tomorrow, all here on WRSU. And for the Scarlet Knights, who are number eight in the country in one poll, 21 in in another and just outside the 25, top 25, in a third separate poll, the USA Today poll. This is a team that is still hot, rock, and rolling, but I'm sure they'll bounce back against a, uh, you know, a tough loss they faced uh, yesterday afternoon. Yeah, and I was there too, Alex. Sure. It was a really tough game. Yeah. Um, very entertaining, though. And I tell you oh, what, sure. Princeton was 4-24 and going into the game, and they played uh, totally different than a 4-24 and team especially offensively. You could tell the pitching was a little shaky at times. They had one guy come in who had a... I think, honestly, I think all of the pitchers they threw out there yesterday were were close to double-digit in the ERA column. Um, And the first guy, Scannell, who started for them, he was a two-way player. Yeah. And he hit a two-run home run in the first inning before before he even got on the mound to throw, which was kind of nuts. So he hit the home run. They batted him clean up fourth in the lineup yesterday. Really? I think it was three. Three. It was four. I'm pretty sure it was four. Four? All right. But they had a guy Still. on base. He rakes him in, and then he comes on the mound, pitches three scoreless innings. They take him out. Then they bring in one other guy. He kind of struggles. Take him out. Then another guy comes in. He pitches over five innings, maybe close to six. Like It was literally they just used kind of two pitchers to get them through that right. whole game. Uh, and Rutgers was able to jump on the, that middle guy that they took out quickly. Yes. Well, the thing is, that middle guy was a freshman, I believe. Yeah. He definitely showed like he was a freshman. Struggled, gave, gave up the six runs, what have you, seven runs, what have you, which, of course, Rutgers pounced on them and, and led seven to six at one point. Once that once he got pulled for the second reliever, he threw two hit 
he th he threw a two-hit performance of five innings or so, which won them the game. And the problem with yesterday was not really re really the Rutgers bats. They, they made it back and forth. The Rutgers pitching struggled very, very strongly yesterday, and and uh, and Kyle Muller, the starting pitcher, did not have a good at. Uh, you know, good go. I don't yeah. think he made it through two innings, and and no. he, he gave up six hundred runs. Four of them were earned. Yes, he only made it one and two thirds uh, innings, and his stuff was just not there. It's not the thing that Gideon and I we were on the call. The, the thing that we noticed was he would he would get himself into good counts. He, a lot of the times he'd be in o two counts, um, one two counts. Mm -hmm. But the problem was he just didn't have his stuff. Sure, the curveball, the breaking ball, slider, whatever he was using that was off speed. He was leaving it over the plate too mm. much, and you just saw guys in the middle of that order just kind of take advantage of that. Absolutely. Guys, I mean, the guys that were hitting over 300 on mm -hmm. Princeton, um, and you know, they're again, they only had four wins, but they played better than a four-win team yesterday, uh, and I think that kind of surprised Rutgers a yeah. little bit. They probably thought they would have a little bit of an easier time. Sure, like I said, Scannell was had like a 12 ERA coming into the game. Pitches three scoreless or just gives up the one home run right. to Ryan Lasko. Lasko right. But again, it was six to one after that, so not a big deal. Um, and then the guy who pitched close to six innings had do a double digit ERA, came in and uh -huh. threw five, six scoreless innings. Yeah. Um, or not scoreless, but maybe gave up a couple runs. Uh, oh, no, I don't think he gave up any, actually. Maybe just one, but it, regardless. The it, second reliever you're talking about. The second reliever that gave yep. up the six runs, I think that was the freshman you talked yep. about, did Zero not do well. Zero runs, the second uh, the third reliever. guy. The third guy went third through five, guy. six innings. Right, five innings, no two, runs. two hits allowed only. Yeah, and Strong he stuff. was very dominant. Um, and it, it just it was kind of out of character for Rutgers today, mm -hmm. and they and they or yesterday. And for a team that really can field the baseball well, top, like top top of the country team in fielding percentage, they they kind of struggled yesterday yeah. defensively. A lot of drop balls yeah. and tough spots, uh, some bad throws over to Brito that yeah. you just couldn't scoop. Um, so there, it was just kind of an uncharacteristic game from the Knights yesterday. I I, I expect them to go at least two of three this weekend against Iowa. Uh, I you know at this point. I know they won 16 in a row, but that's not going to sustain, and it had to sure. it had to have ended at some point. Right. Um, so, you know, I think as long as you just going forward against Big Ten opponents can win two of three every time you go out in that field, I think that's a big win for this team. Right. Put this game behind you and just keep going. That, no, you're right indeed. And Iowa, they have a really good pitching staff. They're coming to town this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all at Baton Field. Coverage all on WRSU, FM, New Brunswick. But the last time Rutgers faced a pretty good pitching staff, you know, Big Ten-wise and, and with a three-game home series-wise, was Minnesota to kick off the month of April. And they dominated the Golden Gophers and swept them to kick off April. That series... On the road at Nebraska, they swept them. Indiana, the bullpen sure might have cost them that series overall, why Indiana got swept to Rutgers. But that starting pitching for Indiana was pretty, pretty strong. And Rutgers even gave them a good run for the money, keeping things within a, a one-run distance. And then that, that, that eighth inning magic happened one more time. When it comes to this Rutgers team this weekend, is it going to be just pouncing on relievers, pouncing on overall, you know, momentum swings, guys, or is that eighth inning magic going to make or break what happens against Iowa this weekend? Well, I to be honest, other than the the Princeton game where, and you know, I don't really, I don't really count the game on Tuesday. Um, oh, that who was did, who did they play? Iona, Iona, who won one game Iona all was year, one in twenty nine entering the game. Derek right. Fleming and I were on that call. Right, so I don't even count that game sure the game against Princeton kind of worries me because again those pitchers were double digit ERAs they were 0-3 in the win-loss column like you're, you're talking about the guy Reese Rabin was his name I remember the guy that went yes. six innings yes, at the end right. this was a guy coming into the game that pitched um 
that had like 30 earned runs and maybe 20 innings pitched. Like it was that bad. And he and he just looked like Garrett Cole on the mound. Well, I guess that's a bad example now, but Jacob DeGrom, you know, like he just looked unhittable. Rutgers had no answer. And that worries me because going into this weekend, Iowa, great pitching staff, and you saw against Indiana, it took late-game heroics for them to just keep on winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, Indiana really, really could have swept Rutgers in that in that one weekend. It could have. Maybe taken just two or three. I mean, they were up in the eighth inning in both of the games. Was it all three, or was it just the last two? Uh, the last two, they were up. Yeah. Eighth inning magic happened on Friday and Saturday. Sunday was more of a back and forth game. Actually, they were down in the ninth inning. They were down in the ninth, and they two tied home runs. the game, and then the the walk off home run by Jordan Sweeney, all in that bottom ninth frame. Right. So all in all the games, they're trailing going into the eighth or ninth mm-hmm. inning. And yes, I mean Rutgers, great offensive team. We get that, sure. but I don't, how long can that be sustainable? Right. And going up against a team like Iowa who's better than Indiana's pitching is, right? I mean, you're going to go into that game. If you're trailing games going into the 8th or ninth. I think as a fan, you'd have to kind of pump the brakes a little bit. You can't expect Rutgers right. to, to get you three home runs in an inning to put them back up ahead. So you're saying start early and then build up you from gotta, that. you got to start early. They, I think the, the problem okay. is they've started sluggish, right. and um, they've been able to kind of get lucky breaks here and there with like some of the easier teams during the middle of the weeks. And again, Indiana, they're not a good team. They were 13-19. and 19 well, we were, you know, twenty-eight and six, right. and we were they were leading the game for the first six innings of every game, sure. and that's a problem. It's one thing. It's one thing if the pitching stinks for Rutgers, but the offense is just belting home runs left and right. It's another thing to be lo- to be trailing two to one going into the seventh against Indiana, like almost three days in a row. It seemed like uh-huh. the bats need to wake up a little sure. bit. I think they know that. And especially against a team like uh, Princeton, where they really got a couple of hits and a couple of home runs. I know they scored runs, but right. it was a lot of Princeton making mistakes with that one pitcher. I think the bats need to wake up a little bit for Rutgers. Get, Who, get started early. Which bat or which guy specifically are you looking towards to mm. wake up or get the mojo going again? Well, I, I think they got to put Nick Samillo back in there. Okay. I'm not sure if he was a healthy scratch these past couple of I games. I think he got shaken up in the Indiana series. He, he was... Arrest on Tuesday. So was Lasko. Of course, they crushed them by 18 runs. Right. I think he might have been a healthy scratch or just a basic rest day, what have you, yesterday. If he comes back, that, that will definitely play a role. Ryan Lasko as well. Look, he's been you know batting over 300, hit a home run yesterday, has a great defensive mindset. Sometimes he'll go two for three or he'll go one of three or one for four or one for five or what have you. With him, he's a big guy who can get on base. He can also strike out at the same time. Yeah, and he's your leadoff guy. And- yeah. Even yesterday too, I saw. I think he led the. I think he led the game off with a double. Yes. And they stranded him. Yep. And then the home run. And then there was the home run. So it, like the first four or five innings, it was kind of just him doing everything. But that's the problem. It's not it, like I agree. Lasco has games where he'll go one for five, and then it'll be somebody else who gets that leadoff double. They right. just can't cash it in. It always changes. But I agree. I think he's he's got to start it. He's at the top of the order for a reason. Sure. But I mentioned Samillo because in a game like that yesterday, if he's in the lineup. You know, playing all nine innings, getting four at bats. Who uh-huh. knows what happens? You might win that game, um, and I'm sure it was one of those games where Steve Owens goes, "Well, we can rest him another game because Princeton, we should win this game right. with ease, right?" And to be fair, Rutgers started most of their starters yesterday too. It was right. only Samillo that was kind of out of the picture, but everybody mm-hmm. else was kind of like, "Okay, yeah, these are mainly our starters." And listen, it's a 16 game win streak. You're eventually going to have a quote unquote bad of day, course, right? Of course. So it's baseball. That's how it works. Um, so. Listen, I'm sure they're not too worried, and I wouldn't be too worried at all either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can start to worry this weekend if they start to 
trail in these games late like they did against Indiana last week, if that kind of carries over here. If they lose the series especially, maybe a little bit. Yeah, if they only come out with one of three, especially with all their success at beating this year, if they can only just win one of three, or even if they get swept, that, that's right. that's worrisome for me. Okay. Especially for a team that's you know been praising themselves the past couple of weeks, climbing up the rankings, yeah. right? And now you lose a game against Princeton, mm-hmm. who's... Four and twenty-four now, five and twenty-four, and then uh-huh. you come in against Iowa. You need to win the series, absolutely, and not just Iowa. But when we fast forward, Doug, to May, that might be their biggest test all season long, especially when they host Maryland at Baton Field. And Maryland, last time I checked, is a top twenty-five team. Besides Rutgers, they're the top of the crop right now in Big Ten play, and Maryland has always been a consistently dominant team in Big Ten action. So not just Iowa, but you 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 have Iowa this weekend. You have Ohio State and Columbus. You also got Maryland um, at home. Those are your final Big Ten series, and then and then and then Michigan to finish out the year in in Ann Arbor. So those are your final Big Ten. Uh, uh, series. Your final one overall at home is Maryland. That could make or break what happens this year. So could this be a segue possibly towards Maryland where what where we can possibly see what happens against Maryland or we can see what happens the rest of the way depending on how they one, respond from this loss and two, how they play this weekend? Yeah, you know it's definitely it'll be interesting to see just because I think this team this is kind of veering off a little, but they've definitely exceeded expectations a bit this year. Absolutely, especially in comparison to you know what we saw last year and you know in twenty twenty with the COVID season. Not and, just know. that for the past five ten seasons, really. Yeah, I mean the team hadn't been ranked. Um, you know, it depends on the poll you look look. It depends on which poll you look at, as you mentioned. Right, there's right. a bunch, but they hadn't really been ranked since around 2010. 2010, right? So it's it's been a long time, and I think you know with what you've been bringing up, it'll be interesting to see. I mean. You know, even the tournaments and the schedule and everything last year was off. So now that we're kind of back with a normal season, normal mm-hmm. schedule, normal with the tournaments, it'll be interesting to see how they keep the streak going, you know, into that. Sure. No, for sure, indeed. And I want to segue away from baseball. Men's lacrosse, women's lacrosse, there are also hot teams right now on the right. banks, both of them mm-hmm. top 15 in the country. Men's lacrosse hosts Penn State. Men's lacrosse, number four. Women's lacrosse also hosts Penn State. Women's lacrosse is number 13. Both of those games Saturday, both on uh, WRSU. The women at 12 at home, the men at 4 at home, both senior days. And guys, for men's lacrosse and women's lacrosse, men's their final regular season game before Big Ten play happens. For the women, their final home game before they travel to Ohio State to round out the regular season. These two teams are also on fire right now. And for men's lacrosse, yes, the tough loss to Maryland was deflating at College Park. You almost blew it to Michigan, but 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 you bounced back. Jacoby had the hat trick, you won by one. We'll start with with, uh, with men's, men's lacrosse, and overall, you know, the need, what should we expect from this team this weekend versus Penn State, a Penn State team that's 3-9, and 1-3 and three in conference play. This should be a must-win game for Rutgers, and if you lose, you know, you, you still have that two-seed regardless in the, in the Big Ten tournament, but if you do lose to Penn State, that could be a little worrisome. Yeah, and, you know, I look at that Maryland lacrosse game, and it's a game against the number one overall team in the country. And Maryland's always had their number, keep Mar- in mind. Yeah, I know. I, I remember, um, wasn't sure who was calling the game. Was it, was it you and Gideon, Doug, that called that game? The cross, yes. Yeah, so I remember looking at the game trends from past years, and it just was not in Rutgers' favor. No. And, um, and, and it just it was kind of like, okay, well, let's go into this. Let's try and keep it close. And it really wasn't that close. I mean, but you, you, you can take away some positives from this. I think they were close to 19 goals a game and they held them to under that yes defensively yes. they held them to 17 and um so 
We were, we were interviewing head coach after the game, and, and Gideon asked him, you know, how can you take a positive away from that, you know, that you held Maryland to 17 goals, and um, when they're normally they average 19 a game, and it's, it's Brian Becht, right? That's his, that's his name? Brecht, yes. Yeah. yeah, so Gideon brought that up to uh, to the coach, to Brecht, and he was not happy. He's like, oh, I don't really know what their, uh, their average is per game. I don't know anything about that, but I'm just upset that we lost. But he mm. was angrier than that when he said it. So, yeah, I guess... From an outside perspective, that that can be looked at as a positive, sure. I would think. Even though, you know, Coach obviously was upset because the team only had put up nine goals. Right. But, you know, Maryland's the number one team in the country. Right. So it's not – they they performed as well as they could. And That's fair. There's – tournaments are coming up. So you might yes. be playing Maryland again depending on how things work out. You could play Maryland possibly for the Big Ten Championship Absolutely. in about two weeks' time or whatever it is. But at the same exact time, mm-hmm. you know, you look at this weekend, especially after the loss to Maryland, right. they almost lost to Michigan. And and Michigan's 0-4 in conference play. They're the bottom feed chain. 13-12 to 12 there. 13-12. Yeah. to 12, And they were up 11-6 at one point, keep in mind. So when, when you look at... Rutgers lacrosse and how they almost lost to Michigan. Ronan Jacoby had to put the team on his back to win the game for him, score that hat trick. This weekend, you're at home. You have not lost one game at home this year for, for, for Rutgers men's lacrosse. What's going to be, you know, the way they go in? And especially after you lose, almost lost to Michigan like that, I'm not saying you're heavily concerned, but if you drop this game to Penn State somehow, there has to be fire alarms being run. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I mean, there's one game left in the regular season. Then you have the Big Ten tournament May 5th and May 7th, depending on how things play out. And then you have the NCAA tournament, you know, but that's not until May 14th when that starts up. Sure. So that's later on in May, and, you know, we'll be excited, you know, if Rutgers, you know, we'll see how they seed for the NCAA tournament, and we'll see how they work out for the Big Ten tournament as well. But you have to win this one against Penn State. It's a home game this this Saturday at 4. And who's on the call for WRSU for that one? It is Chris and, I believe, Brett Hahn also. Chris and Brett. And there, and you just mentioned there's a women's game yes. earlier that day, right? Yep, 12 o'clock 12 Eastern. O'clock. And uh, I'm actually on that call with Brett as well. Oh, and, okay. Uh, for Brett's the women, both? Yes, he's on both. Wow. Uh, for the women, coming off a big win versus San Diego State, beat Wagner days before. They lost to Northwestern. They blew a tough one to Arizona State at home. So, again... Against a Penn State team, which Rutgers beat for the first time last year. We look at this women's team, too. Top 15, coming off a 14-4 victory this past Saturday at home. This is their last home game. This is their last um, game before Ohio State on April 28th. So when this women's team gets set, you know, they, they play on Saturday, too. It's a big game for them against a Penn State team who they had their number last year. And overall, for this women's team who's playing much better than Penn State right now, this is a big game as well for that team to finish off the homestand strong yeah and uh the, the women's lacks is this what we're t- women's lacks women's tournaments lack, at home yeah. right yes it, yeah the that's right tournament. so 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 their last home game is saturday they're on the road at uh ohio state then may 6th to the 8th big 10 tournament here on the banks all at shi stadium and that's gonna be tough N- northwestern's always your powerhouse they're they're your dynasty team they've always owned big 10 lacrosse Rutgers lost to them recently in chicago uh 21 13 but northwestern has always been the powerhouse of big 10 women's lacrosse maryland also has been like that second team for Rutgers, they've got home ground You'll probably play Maryland or Northwestern at some point again in that tournament. If you do make a far run, they probably will. And keep in mind, last time a Rutgers team hosted a Big Ten tournament, it was last fall. Field hockey won on home ground. They beat Michigan to win the Big Ten championship. So is 
for women's lacrosse, is there no NCAA tournament? Oh, there is. Because I'm looking at um, the Rutgers women's lacrosse schedule right now, and I uh-huh. see regular season schedule, Big Ten tournament, and then there's no NCAA it's tournament. It's not updated listed. probably yet. Because, because for the men's equivalent page, like the, the men's, like the NCAA right. tournament schedule is right there. So well, that's what I was just wondering. I mean, I guess you can say there's a difference right now because men's lacrosse has always been consistently a top 25 team. They've always been in, in the runnings, in the rankings. So they're one, expecting one, to make Exactly. It. One, be a Big Ten contender, but also be a national contender. Women's lacrosse tore it away last year. They made the tournament. They won their first ever tournament game in history last season versus Drexel in the first round. They then lost to Sony Brook in round two. This year, they're top 25 yeah, there were high expectations for this women's team, don't get me wrong, but the way they're playing now might not be exactly expected compared to what it was last season. Got it. They'll, I mean, I mean, they'll be there for sure, especially if they make a large run, at least to the semifinals, or even lose in the championship game on May 8th, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, Big Ten tournament. But as a whole, you know, they should be there. It's just there, there is one. I expect them to get there for a second straight year. They can be, they're a dangerous team too. And they've got Cassie Spillers, T.T. Naslanski, Sofia Cardello, Rock Solid, and Goal. They have a solid top-notch team as well. And something I like about both uh, lacrosse teams here, men's and women's, They've got the offense, they've got the defense, they've got a solid goalkeeper, they also have solid, a solid head coach and a great coaching staff to go along with it. So when you put all the pieces together, they're built to win now, they're built to win in the future, and they definitely resemble it and play like it every time you see them take, take the field. And for the NCAA tournament for men's, so Alex, you've been, you've been following this team closely this year, how are they looking to seed for that, for that tournament? Right now, we don't know yet. Um, overall, again, Rutgers right now is number two in the uh, num- number two in, in the Big Ten tournament scene. Right. They're, they're number four in the country. They could be a one or a two, possibly. We're not going to find out until eventually w- w- when it happens, of course. Got it. Uh, most likely, they'll be a one or a two, a three at least, possibly. But uh, depends how they finish out this weekend. It, it depends how they play in the Big Ten tournament. If they can make the Big Ten championship, if they beat Maryland somehow, then they'll, de- they'll, they'll definitely be a one seed. If they make that championship game and then lose, I can see them being a two at least. So I'm seeing NCAA tournament first round is on campus sites. So would Rutgers be hosting Ru- a game? On depends the on the seeding, most likely, yeah. I guess... See, May 15th, like, they're not going to play at SHI because that's graduation. So there's going to, I guess, I don't really? know how that works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it also says May 14th. Yeah, so uh, I guess they would play the day before. I guess, although you do have the setup already for graduation and things yeah. like that probably already. I don't know. I mean, once it comes around the corner in two, three, three weeks' time, we'll definitely get a true peek right. and true look at what it looks like, where records will be seated, what have you. They'll probably win that first round. Depends on who they play. Right. The real question is... Whether it's in Hempstead at Hofstra or at Notre Dame in Indiana, so, can they get past that round? So those are the only two sites for quarterfinals. Either or, yeah. Got it. And, and then Rutgers last year was at Hofstra. Most likely they they might be there again. Depends on the East Coast type of thing. Right. Who knows? Most likely they'll be there again. They did play Hofstra er, er, earlier this season. They won that game. They played North Carolina at Hempstead last year. Had a phenomenal back and forth contest. They lost to overtime in the uh, in in the national quarterfinals. I can definitely see them being a, being there again. Depends on one who the opponent is, two where it is exactly, and three if they can take down that that opponent and, and make a larger run towards the final four possibly or beyond that. And yeah, last year for last spring we still weren't traveling at WRSU no. for games, but I guess if this tournament like Rutgers is going to qualify for the NCAA tournament, so we'll be traveling for that. But that's Hempstead is where it's near you. That is me. That's on Long Island. 
That that's that's exactly where Hofstra is. Right, and it's just like an either or for Hempstead or Notre Dame for picking those. Yeah, I mean, I would assume Hempstead because East Coast. It's right here, right. hour and a half drive. It makes more sense to play him in Hempstead than in Indiana. Fly him out, all that stuff. Right. You know, although you know, it depends on the opponent. Depends on who they play. Definitely. Again, may, nothing. You know, just 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 an automatic assumption. Probably going to be in New York, I would assume. Got it. But, of course, we'll find out when it actually takes place. And then how far is East Hartford, Connecticut from here? Was that like an hour and a half? Two hours, maybe. Two hours? Maybe. I don't know. Off, off to, well, 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 for you, it might be different. For me, from Long Island, it might be like two hours. I don't exactly know, to be honest with you. I think it's, I think it's probably a little over two. Oh, it's, it's two, 248. It's almost yeah. three hours from here. Oh, wow. To East Hartford. So it's, so it's probably like three or four for me. So, it, so if Rutgers was to qualify for the... Final Four, which which is possible, it's looking like it's right? possible. Again, it, it all Not, depends on who they play in the NCAA corner finals if they get there. Got it. But that's that would be an interesting trip, and that's at the end. Of, I mean, that's still over a month out. But something for you guys. Think about. I mean, I'll be graduated at that point. But for the rest of you guys, Doug, when you yeah. leave, I'm gonna cry a river. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm gonna cry a river for you, for Emperor Siconis. For uh, Jake Schmid, for the whole crew, I'm going to be really, really tearful when you guys leave the banks. And Sean Neckardy, of course. He's out of here, too. He's leaving also. And Derek. That's right, and Derek also. No, I'm going to... I, I'm going to buy guys. a lot of tissues. A lot of tissues. Speaking of having to buy a lot of tissues, uh, Doug, how was your evening last night? My evening last what night? What was last night? Oh, oh, the Nets lost? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Six was up 3-0, baby. Nets and six. I know. Oh, I'm loving it. Nets and six. Yeah. I love the optimism. Yeah, we'll talk about that more after the break. I mean, <laughs> look, there's, there's a lot. We're just giving a little preview. He don't want to talk about it. There's a lot of loose ends here. I don't blame him. And, and on the topic of basketball, when is this WRSU Targum game happening? Oh, I know. I know. We have, is that just all smoke? Is, it, is this game not it happening? It better not be. There was so much hype for this. Better not be. I'm telling you. Alec, you know you don't know what was going on. They were they've been talking for months. Well, first off, Alec, thanks so much for coming coming on the program. It's good to you have can put you yourself here. On real quick He's a Nets fan too, Alec. He's is got he the not? hat on. Real? Oh, okay. Jer- Doug's got the jersey. Alec's got yeah. the hat. I am indeed a Nets fan. Th- this is not a Harden jersey, by the way. I know it's thirteen, but it's Jorge Gutierrez. I don't know if you know who that is, but <laughs> Jorge Gutierrez. Oh my goodness. He was on the Nets a few years back. He uh, <laughs> he played like maybe like twenty five games total with the Nets. And uh, that's whose jersey I have. I got this for my birthday. He's my favorite player back in like eighth grade. <laughs> is it bad that I've never heard of him? It's not bad. He's a, he's a very obscure. <laughs> I. I was about to say as well. I never he's heard of him. He's a very guy. obscure NBA player. He maybe played like two hundred minutes or something for the Nets. Like it was, he was kind of in and out of the NBA. And you still bought the you still bought the guy's jersey. Absolutely. What made him so? You know, I'll, I'll talk about you this know, more later. We'll talk about okay, it next time. Right. There's a lot there. But I do right before we go to break because this is 6:27. We'll do a 6:30 break. I want to know about this WRSU Targum game. I agree. Because I heard we're waiting for university approval, which is fine. I mean, I get that we need approval, but like, what's the potential date? I'm here in College Avenue Gym as a location, but I don't know the date. I've heard. I asked earlier this month when's it happening. They say, oh, end of April. What's going on here? Well, the end of April is almost here, guys. What's yeah. the deal? Yes. It's a week around the corner. Uh, that's a question for Sakonis because he's the one that's in contact with the university. I think my prediction is it falls through. That's my prediction. Yeah, and you know what? By the time we get it cleared, half of the department for both might not even be like in the area to yeah. play, and it might just fall through because See, of that. Alec, what was what's supposed to happen was us, WRSU Sports Department, and Daily Targum, which is the newspaper, their sports department, we're supposed to have a basketball game and play against each other. We go, we wrote out lineups on the whiteboard over, over there. there. I'm on Team Targum, though. And there was a lot of trash talk as well, and I was looking forward to the game, but I, I, I needed a location I want, and a time. I wanted to take down Shan Shop. I wanted to fight Amir. <laughs> I want to take down Amir in basketball. He would have been... Alex oh. takes pride. 
I would have cooked the guy. He would have been done. How long has it been since either of you have shot a basketball? I know you played with Eddie recently. I just don't know. I, I played again <laughs> since then. I, I play. I, okay. I, I'm not good, but I, I play though. Oh, I'm horrible. I probably haven't shot, shot a basketball in like two years. I've got no idea. No, I'm horrible. I just need to know that because no, no, I'm, I'm talking a big game. One week. You haven't I'm, shot in no, two no, years. I'm, no, I'm. No, actually, bro, trust me. Six, six, trust me. I'm all talk when it comes to basketball. I can't walk. I can't walk it for my life. I'm you can't just trying walk to have fun let you here. Talk it. No, no, no. I I can't Migos it here. I, I can't do the Migos walk or whatever. It's okay. We'll get we'll get some NBA officials. We won't call. Any travels out? Oh, be fine. sure. Be no, I'll tell fine. you. Six days ago, I played. I went with my friend to College Avenue Gym. Scott Foster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we, we, we two on two. Uh, two guys who were already there, and we got destroyed. We lost like twelve to three or eleven to three or whatever we played. No, um, it was rough. Amir would probably kill me. I just want to face Amir for the laughs. For the laughs. <laughs> yeah, for the fun. For the memes. Exactly. It's it. Locks of the week. Locks of the week. Locks of the week. Here on WRSU FM New Brunswick. Alex Carbonati, Doug Willig, Dylan Allen, Alec, your last name, I'm sorry. Uh, Crowd Hamill. Crowd, cr- Crowd Hamill? Yeah, it's it's a wow. lot. Wow. It's a lot. Crowd Hamill. Alec Crowd Hamill. It's a pleasure to have you here on the program, my friend. Great to be Locks here. of the Week is our segment as we speak, and we're ready to rock and roll. No Amir Lighty gambling advice here, don't <laughs> worry. But whoever wants to go first, the floor is to whomever. Uh, I will go first. Okay. Or actually, you know what? Uh, you know, I'll go first. I'll go okay. First. That's fine. I will go first. Um, all right. So I'm gonna go to the NBA tonight. Playoffs tonight. We'll touch on the playoffs a little bit later in the show. But for locks of the week, I'm gonna go with um, the Memphis Grizzlies Timberwolves game. Series tied up at one apiece. The first game went to Minnesota. They got the upset in Memphis. Uh, and then the second game, uh-huh. Memphis kind of came back, really just beat them up. Game three is in Minnesota tonight, game right? Game three is in Minnesota, okay. yeah. So, series tied at one. I'm going to go with the Memphis Grizzlies spread at minus two. I think it's a fairly close spread. And I really liked what I saw from Memphis uh, last game out. They really just flat-out dominated Minnesota. Uh, and John Morant was like kind of back to form. So, I'm going to go with Memphis Grizzlies minus two. Um and if you want, you can kind of. I mean, the money line is minus one thirty-two. I think they win the game outright. I just I'm going to take the points, mm-hmm. uh, just because you get a little bit better odds there. And I think they cover the spread, so I'm going to go Memphis minus two. Alec, any words of wisdom? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be sticking with the NBA playoffs tonight. If uh, if I have my information correct, I'm taking the Dallas Mavericks to cover plus eight against the Utah Jazz tonight. I know Luka Doncic is out, but man, that Jazz team. They can be a bit of a mess, but I mean they're at home. But I still think Mavericks. Uh, Jalen Brunson's going to put the team on his back. I think they're going to cover. I tell you, I was going to take the same game. I'll stay with it anyway, and I'm going to go the opposite. I think Utah wins outright. I think they got it in the bag tonight. Jalen, uh, Jalen, Luka Doncic out again. Keep in mind the Mavericks have not won a playoff series since 2011. The last time they won a championship. Keep in mind, and yes, Utah is your second round fluke type of team. They always. Get it done in round one somehow. I think they'll win today. They'll take a 2-1 seriously. They'll eventually win in five games or six games, what have you. The problem is Luka's not playing. And sure, you know they, they might have some, some some other players there, but game one, 
Utah had it the entire way. Game two, sure, you bounce back. Now Utah's at home. They got their home crowd. Donovan Mitchell's knees knees at home crowd around him. I think they'll get it done. I think they'll take the advantage, and I think they go up 2-1. Utah's going to win tonight. They'll eventually win the series, and this is just one step forward for Utah taking down a Dallas Mavericks team that has not won a series, playoff series, in over one decade. All right, Interesting. I'll, I'll we'll touch ne- on that later in the show sure, when, sure. We, when we discuss the series, but you can go next, Doug. I'll go next. First off, I want to thank Alex. When you when you asked who wanted to go first, you said whomever. I, li- I like the whomever with yeah, the whomever. M. Not whoever, whomever. It's proper English, It's whomever. I, I don't right? know which is proper, but I just think it sounds cool. Whomever. Whomever. Whoever. Do you, do you guys ever watch The Office and you see the whomever debate? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Alex? I uh, uh, haven't ne- seen The Office. I've never seen The Office. You- have you seen like an episode or two and just didn't like it, or you haven't? No, seen it I at just all? I've never. I mean, I mean, I know who Michael Scott is. Yes, I know uh, Stanley. What's his name? Hudson. Stanley. Yeah, him. Dwight with glasses. Trude. I know yep. that guy. Dwight Schrute. Yes, sir. That's all I know about it. If you are looking for a new show, I definitely re- recommend it. If I have the time, sure. Uh, with that being said, my my pick. I'm just gonna jump ahead to Saturday because the Nets are playing again. Game three. Versus Dylan's Boston Celtics, Dylan Allen, the Boston Celtics fan. Oh, a new, oh. A new crown because I know I know you are like a free agent looking for a team. But yeah, I, all right. I, I'll, g- I'll give some background. Yeah. Uh, just so I, you guys don't think I'm a flat out bandwagon just from the get go because but um, it's all good because I kind of am, but I'm not at the same time. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna not, own I wasn't up even to accusing it. you of that. I'm just it's all good. you're hinting, but no, no, no. It's it's a fair it's a fair hint at. I wasn't I'm saying you're a Boston Celtics fan, not a bandwagoner. That's fine, and I'm gonna own up to it because uh, you know I just. Here's the thing. Never got into the NBA. You know what? I'll let you finish your lock, then I'll explain myself. Okay. And I wasn't accusing you of anything. I just meant you were because <laughs> because one time I brought it up and you said, "Oh, you're not really a Celtics fan," but I was like, I-, "I think you're a Celtics fan." Yeah, I mean, I root for I root for certain players that just happen to be on the team. Got it. And Joel so Embiid's like, the man. MVP. Right. Needs to, he he needs to be the MVP now. I think Jokic is the MVP. Overrated. But if they counted playoffs, <laughs> I'd agree with you. Well, yeah, it's a regular regular season award. Scoring title, Joel Embiid. Yeah, scoring title? He, he can't. He doesn't pass as well, though. Scoring title? I mean, but scoring, without James Harden for the majority of the season. But scoring title is not MVP. Like it's a it's a separate award. I agree, but it's one step closer. It should bring him towards it. We'll talk about this later. Okay, go ahead. Uh, for my lock, Nets Celtics Saturday. I don't even know what the line is. I'm just gonna pick the Nets as the winner straight up. Because we saw Kevin Durant shoot over ten in the second half yesterday. Of note, he went twelve for fourteen from the line in the second half. So he still had twelve points in the second half. But, yeah, he's been playing very poorly uh-huh. for both games. Kyrie Irving was very good game one, despite the middle finger. And then he was a very bad game two. Bruce, I mean, they had other players step up. Bruce Brown was really good yesterday. Goran Dragic was really good yesterday. But, yeah, the team overall was eh, especially Kyrie and, and Katie are, you know, not – when they're not on. And when you have Steve Nash, who, I mean, probably not he that needs great to a go. coach. You yeah. don't like Steve Nash as he a needs, coach? He needs, he needs and to go. Not really. I think – he he's not go. great at making in-game adjustments, and really? he's just—I I don't think he's that. So, good. regardless of what happens but, but this season, of that, okay, I, I'm, go, picking go the, I'm picking the Nets though ahead, to win. Okay. I'm going to use my Nets bias to just say, okay, we're going to win this game because we have to because we don't. I'm going to be sad. I want to follow up though on that Steve Nash thing. Yes. Regardless of what happens, if they win this series, if they lose in the next round, if they fall out to Boston in round one, he goes mm-hmm. regardless. I don't think they're necessarily going to fire. Or him. should he go at least? Probably, should I, mean, he? I, I would think, but I think the. Pl- but do you think he should go? I think he should. I, mean, okay, I think okay. they should find someone new. But I don't think. I think the players they don't have issue with him. I think Katie and and Kyrie like him, and their opinion probably weighs the most. Yeah, you know that's what ownership is going to look at. It's the only reason why uh, he's employed right now. Yeah, I think mean, about it. But we'll see. I mean, 
I also, while I'm going to say he's fired, I don't know who they should hire. So it's kind of like, I don't know if I should make that declaration. But we'll, we'll see how game three goes. I wanted to go. I wanted to buy tickets. And then I looked. And, you know, a few days ago, like a week ago, they were all, the 120 was like the cheapest ticket. I was like, okay, I'll wait a week. Maybe they'll go down. And now they're all over 200. And I'm oh. like, okay, I'm not Yikes. spending over 200 on a ticket. So I'm not going. But Especially oh, for oh, well. a team who has just sucked. Well, down 0 yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and, and, all right, Dylan, now why don't you explain your Celtics fan? Uh, okay, okay. Um, so, so give a little bit of context here. My friend who's been a Celtics fan forever, um, I, I, he just, years ago, I don't, I don't remember the year they were drafted, but Grant Williams, Pre- Peyton Pritchard, they were drafted both in the first round by them, and I watch college basketball a whole lot more sure. than the NBA, and it's kind of the opposite for my friend who's a Celtics fan. He's like, right. he doesn't really watch college unless it's March Madness. So I was just like telling him, it's like, hey, listen, these guys you drafted uh, in the two two years, I was like, these guys are going to be really, really good for you guys. I, I saw these guys in college. They're awesome players mm-hmm. that you got late in the draft. First couple of years go by, they kind of just stink. They're not too great. And he's like, oh, you know, you were wrong. These guys stink, this and that. Uh, and then this past year, I mean, they both come on the scene. Grant shooting like over 40% from three. I think he was like a per- had a perfect stat line yesterday. Sure. He was good. Yeah. He Peyton, was on fire. Getting rebounds, steals, shoots well. Peyton Pritchard played Peyton in Oregon, Pritchard, Peyton Pritchard yes. is a point. He played in Oregon, I yeah. think for all four years, too. Yeah, and Which he's is, all-around player. Yeah. Does just a really nice overall point guard. So I rooted for those guys out of college to kind of prove my point to my friend that they were good. And then, now that they're really good. And now that they're on the Celtics. And that they happen to be on the Celtics, that's just – so I was just kind of supporting them. And since I never was really into the NBA, I never claimed ownership to a team anyway. So right. it's just like, well, it's not like I'm breaking my loyal loyalty to the Knicks or you know, another team or the Nets, <laughs> whoever. See, I, I, I'm fine with that, and I think that's kind of like interesting to – Root for like a non-local team just because your two options, three options are Nets, Knicks, maybe Sixers, even though that's a little further. But to go something a little different, I think is is fine. I mean, I'm kind of trying to get into baseball right now. Still a free agent in terms of what team I'm going to root for. Like I'm thinking Yankees just because I have family members who are Yankees why, fans. Why? Why waste your time? <laughs> I, I, why I know, waste your time with the, the evil empire? I know the ridiculous. offense has been has been rough, but Ugh. but it's like the same situation. It's, yeah. You're never really into it, and you're just going to pick what you know you team. know people like and. Like the people that you know, what they yeah. like, and I, just kind of root with them. I do want to for the, for teams I like. I like to go to games, and so that's why I kind of want to pick a local team. Like, I have a choice for you, Doug. Look up the Cardinals. Absolutely, well, that's my team. Well, if he do, well if he wants to go to a game, uh, that's kind of difficult. It'll be a little rough for, for like, well in Philadelphia. That's I, I guess, mean, but then you're driving an hour an hour and change. Have a city field. City field. Well, I mean, without traffic, you're getting there. Well, I'm just saying with uh, the Yankees, like at least it's you, an hour. I mean, an, it, just an hour. It's just annoying because you got to take the train and then the. How do you even get to a Yankees game? I haven't been subway. To so drive subway. in, or you could yeah. subway, which yeah. I would not want to take right now. Yeah, you, you could drive in. It's not that bad. How much just parking though? They it's 40 bucks, depends, it, it depends where you park. There's in the in the lot that's like a garage parking lot that I think the Yankees own or something. It's like forty five. But if you park steep. if you park in like a street lot, which is like. It's it looks like a shady area, but at the same time, it's like it's fenced in. It's guarded by people that work there. It's probably like twenty bucks. It's not as bad. And I guess I park there. My, my family parks there every time. So the other time. option is if I just take the train from New Brunswick right here, and I get to once Penn I get, Station. Once I get to Penn Station, I just take the subway. Subway up to one sixty one East Street. Oh, okay. On and the D train, I believe. Yeah, D train. So that'll be cheaper, and it would just would take more time though. Takes more time. 
uh, and you know it's just not as convenient when you have to leave the game, especially the whole train stations are packed. Oh, oh that, my that, god, that's it's that's the worst part. Oh, it's it's at the end of the game. The getting Ooh. there is not bad because you have all the time before. Yeah. But it's like as soon as the game ends, you miss a train. It's, it's like oh, the next dash. one's not for another thirty minutes. It's a mad dash. That's that's mm-hmm. the one pain. That's why I like driving. I'd rather sit in traffic. Got it. You rather sit in traffic? I would rather sit in traffic than wait for the train and just have to go through all that whole rigmarole. I'm not, I'll be honest with you. I'm a New Yorker. I'm from New York. New Yorker. New Yorker. I'm from New York. <laughs> but you say you don't have a New York accent. <laughs> for some words. The point is. Depending see, on the sentence. <laughs> I'd rather wait for the train in New York than drive in. And trust me, I'm from Long Island. Long Island traffic is bad enough. New York City traffic is ten times worse. Yeah. I've been through traffic and and the trains aren't prettier. The trains are are, are not better. But I'd rather wait for a train for 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, a, uh, a half hour or whatever, or rush my butt to the station and hop on that train to Penn Station or whatever. I'd rather do that than sit in traffic and not move a peep. I mean, listen, I would. No, seriously, I would. I, listen, I, I don't blame you. The traffic can get annoying. Um, annoying is one word for it. It's brutal. Yeah. I, oh, it's brutal. <laughs> it can. See, I, I got to say with Alex here, I despise traffic. Like when I'm sitting on the highway or something and it's just like stop and go, I like I like start to lose my I'm mind. I'm sure it's bad in New Jersey, but trust yeah. me, in New York, it's 10 times worse, pal. And it's worse in Long Island. I, yeah, I mean, well, with the train, like if you're like standing there at like a crowded subway stop and you're just waiting and like the train's never coming, it could be annoying. I, I you also, make conversation with people. You know, 10, 15 minutes pass by. You know, that's really it. You yeah, know. You could. Yeah, I guess. It's more common than just sit, sit, sitting in the car stuck. You're either not driving or in the passenger seat. No one's with you in the car. You're just stuck there talking to yourself basically the whole time. With well, my experiences with the Yankee games, as soon as you get out of a certain area, it's kind of like there's no more nice. traffic. It's only It's only a certain point. Only a certain point when you're driving around that there's a lot of traffic. So I, I think it's pretty good for it's not it's not as bad. Yeah, and I think see that I just wanted to go. I mean, we're talking like that's how we to get to a Yankees game. How about getting to a Mets game from here? It's about the same. From here, no, you just drive. Did uh, you take the train and yeah. then subway? Now, now from here, yeah, from here, from New Brunswick, the yeah. city feels a pain. How come? Because you take the train to Penn Station, right? Then the subway. I think like one or two different subways to get the city field. Okay. From where I'm from, you hop on the on the LIRR. Okay. You stop off at Woodside. Okay. That that then there's a Woodside train that takes you straight to City Field. Mets Willits Point. Not to, not to disrupt this conversation. Sure. I just received a phone call from. Chris Siconis himself, he wants to weigh in on the conversation. Oh, does he now? Chris, Hello, Emperor Siconis. Chris, you are on the crew. How are you doing? Well, I'm not going to address anybody that refers to me as Emperor, uh, because I believe in democracy, but that, I'll save that argument. Can for I call you time. Chancellor? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> um, but uh, to, to get back to your point, uh, I've never thought I would say this over the air, but I'm going to agree with Alex on this. Oh, one. wow. I'll give you, here, I'll give you the worst example of traffic I've ever experienced, and lo and behold, it was in New York City. So Sean and I were going to uh, JFK to uh, do the uh, Women's Basketball Paradise Jam Tournament. Oh, have fun driving out there. Yes, and uh, not that I need to explain this to Alex, but if anyone has been on the Belt Parkway, like, that that highway should not exist in a civilized society. I agree. It's like eight miles an hour. Uh, It took us, it's a 30-mile drive. You know, we factored some traffic in. It took us three hours to go 30 miles. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No. We literally could have driven to College Park, Maryland, in the time it took us to get to uh, JFK. <laughs> Jeez, that's so, rough. 
That is New York. That's why I don't fly to JFK. Yeah, having uh, having uh, experienced that, and having been to you know my fair share of Met games, and you know if you are going to drive to a sports venue in New York City, City Field is probably the one I would pick. Absolutely, got plenty of parking. Um, you don't have to go through too many different roads to get That's there. True. So if you are going to drive somewhere, I wouldn't put it this way. I'd much rather drive there than uh, you know the Garden or the Barclays Center. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, if it's an NBA arena, forget about it. That that that's yeah. train. That's train only. And if you're driving into the Barclays, well, actually, with the Barclays Center, it's not as bad. There's like that mall you can park underneath. Brooklyn's a pain to park, though. Brooklyn's a nightmare to park in. On the street, yeah, but there's like a parking garage, yeah, but still, it's it's, it's still a pain. Yeah. Also, it... like Atlantic and Flatbush are like packed. Yeah. So yep. it's not like, you know, you're navigating on relatively quiet streets. So Chris Sakonis so can walk out of Rutgers saying he agreed with me on at least one thing. On the air. On the air. And I have it recorded. Alex, and it's recorded. Alex, Alex, I'll clip Alex, it for you, Alex. 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 Yes, boss. My guy. You're, you're batting like one for 300 in this department. I wouldn't push your luck if I were you. Hey, I'll take the one any day of the week. The <laughs> fact that Emperor Sakonis agreed with me on something, I'll take it. Okay. I'll take right. it. But Chris, no, Chris is exactly right, and I take the Belt Parkway to get to Rutgers. I go on the Southern State to the to the uh, to the Belt Parkway, take the Verrazano, hop on the Staten Island. Love the Verrazano. Take, oh, please. Great bridge. Oh, are you are you are you a upper decker or or underneath kind upper, of guy? Upper, absolutely. Upper only. I want to see. Alternate. You got to see both. No, no, no. <laughs> the give me the upper. Of the second deck is no, nice. give me the upper deck. I want to see no, the sights. Hang on, hang on. What, what, Chris, what'd you say? The lower deck, like you're basically in a glorified subway tunnel. Why would you want to go on the lower deck? No, that, see, nice. that's nice. a second no, thing no. Chris agrees nice. with me. He's no, two for three hundred one. Two for three hundred one. I'll take it. Nice. There's lights. There's lights underneath, underneath the second deck. They're both very nice. There's lights in a subway too, Doug. That's very lovely as well. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I agree. Subway is nice. Um, the what? Ra- the rats, the pigeons, the oh, food, you the vomit. Are crazy? New York is it's beautiful. New York's New York's a disaster. New York's an absolute disaster. And I'm from New York. Trust me. You were a New Yorker. You're a proud New Yorker, and then all of a sudden you turn around and call it a disaster. What are we doing here? I'm well. well He's a proud Long, Long Islander. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. It's got its issues. He's two for three hundred one though. We'll we'll put that in the record. I'll take that. Hey, hey. The boss agree with me on two separate things. I can walk out if you're satisfied. In a five-minute span. In a five-minute span. Before he okay, graduated. Now, since I've emboldened him, so I've made a horrible mistake. I never should have called in. No, <laughs> uh, you made a phenomenal decision. Which does not have any traffic, I might add. Well, that's nice. Uh, so, yeah, that's good. So. No, I mean, yeah. that's how it is. Welcome yeah. to New York. But I tell you, Philadelphia is a better city. Absolutely. Whoa. Yes, I do. I think, I think you should have your New York card taken away. <laughs> I'll second Whoa. that one. Put me in Philadelphia any day of the week. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I love Philadelphia. Why? Why? It's a phenomenal city. City of liberty and freedom. And brotherly city love. City of brotherly love. Even though I don't there's know if no it really love is brotherly love. There's, there, there's no love in New York. Trust there's, me. There's no love. Wow. There's no love in New These York. These are some big claims. I'm learning a lot about you, Alex. Oh, you sure are, Doug. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, no, no, no. I would, no, please, please. Give me, if I could be trapped in either Philadelphia or New York City, okay. I would live the rest of my days in Philadelphia. What about Happily. New Jersey? I mean, New Jersey's a great place. You know, today we just, I like New we, Jersey. we just legalized marijuana today. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, that was today? No, yes. No. 421. They missed 420 by one day. Uh, yeah, I think they did that on purpose. That yes. had to be intentional. That yeah. had to be intentional. I'm not going to get into that rant. Yeah, but the not. point <laughs> is, is that 
Hey, and I, I I like New Jersey more than New York. I love Central Jersey. Best Central Jer- Jersey does not exist. That's, where we are that's right the now. problem. That's where we are right now. Central Jersey don't exist. I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> okay. Boss, I'll still I'll still take my two for 302. You are in. All right. You know what? I'm going to hang up now. Bye. So long, boss. <laughs> See ya. All right. So, so Alex, now next year, or, or I guess like now, like when we have a new sports director, a new assistant sports director. Captain Fox, yes. How, Captain. <laughs> Captain Fox. Captain, Captain Fox. Fox. And what about I like Dylan? the sound of that. What is Dylan going to be? I'll think of something. He'll Dylan. think of something. Chancellor. Nah. Chancellor. Nah, chancellor just nah. <laughs> don't sound right. The boss is emperor for great. a reason. He, no, no. He can't be a chancellor after the boss. No. Yeah. Right. The boss. I, I, think, I think a George Steinbrenner. That's why I just looked it up. The boss. Mm. That was his nickname. But yeah. So so Captain Fox. Captain Fox. Okay. And Dylan Allen. To be we'll, determined. We'll think of something. I'll think of something for him. To be determined. Okay. I can't wait. How about SVP, Senior Vice President, like Scott Van Pelt? Scott Van Pelt. I'll have to shave my head. Oh, okay. You could host I don't for, want to for see SVP. That. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to either. I, I don't that. want to either. Oh, uh, you don't want? You're not a fan of shaved heads? Depends on the person. I did it in, during COVID. Did you now? I did. Yeah, I got some do pictures you, on my phone. Do you now have a picture? Yeah, I'll, I'll show it over. Do you put it on the on the uh, display phone to Target and uh, uh, Apple was, stores or I, whatever I, it I is? At, I was at Target earlier today. I did take pictures and make it the background on all of them selfies of myself, as I always do. Um, what you always do? I always do that at, tar- at Target, at Costco, Best Buy, etc. Yeah. BJ's is better. Any place that ha- <laughs> better than Costco? Yes, absolutely. Whoa. Yes, absolutely. No, I've, never, I've never been two to for three hundred two. I don't know. I've never been to BJ's, but I, I am a huge Costco fan. BJ's I, gotta, I gotta tell you that. I've been to both. Costco is just bigger and, Go, it's, just, and it's, it's very very similar. But it's... bro, that food court at Costco, hot dog and soda for like a dollar thirty-five. Yeah, you can't beat Beautiful. that. Beautiful. Beautiful. If it was only still 1950 in that regard. <laughs> now, now, okay. I mean, we've we've touched on a lot in these last 21 minutes. C- can we touch on the Central Jersey thing in full? Go I want I want to hear your perspective. I won't Central say anything, Jersey, and then I'm gonna. And hop look, in. and look. You know, I'm I'm from New York. Fair okay. enough. You yes. know, I don't. You know, North, South, whatever. You're a foreigner. East, West. <laughs> foreigner. Fair enough. Call it that. All right. Central. Like, think about it. I think. On the map. On the map. It does not say Central Jersey. In general. We are either in North Jersey or South Jersey. The middle in between is just the middle. It's not considered central. So you're driving north, you're coming down, you're passing through north, you're entering south. Same exact thing. You're going south, you're making your way up, you're going north. But where is the line that divides the two? Well, the line, the line, I guess, is what? Here, right? In New Brunswick and everything? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. Okay. First off, you said the map, right? I mean, some maps say Central Jersey. What map are you talking about that says north and south and doesn't your, say central? Your basic map of New Jersey don't say central. That's that's false. But no, they it say don't. north and south. Okay, no, I don't I don't agree with that. Switch it off for me, Doug. No, Go ahead. Central Jersey. You've got a nice big lovely computer right in yes. front of your face. Search so, it up for me. Go ahead. Search up what? Central Jersey? Search up Central Jersey does not exist. Central Jersey? No, 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 right no. Here. Is central... there a Central Jersey? No, 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 Central Jersey, right there. No, 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 no. The the problem that 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 you have to put it outside right. in the corner Governor, here instead of actually having it. Governor Phil Murphy, New Jersey state law defines Central Jersey as the following counties: Hunterdon, Mercer, Middlesex, Monmouth, Somerset, Ocean, Union. Boom. I don't. I don't trust what he says. But look at this enough. guy, Governor Phil Murphy. Come I'm on, look at that face, man. Look at that guy, former I Goldman Sachs employee, now running our state. Beautiful yeah, guy. Yeah, in the ground, absolutely. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. I, I like the spirit of discussion, man. Oh, the, the, this is fun. Alec, you're getting a good taste of the uh, the Jackson, Thursday crew. Jackson, I just put up governor. a poll. I put up a poll, so we'll refer to back to it towards the end of the show. Did, did you say does Central Jersey exist? Yeah. Just trying to reignite it? All right. Does Central Jersey oh, exist? come on. Zero votes, 23 hours left. Just put it out. Beautiful. Beautiful. We, we, need, we need Sean and Christian back here, man, just to complete the Thursday crew. I mean, but we got... 
Alec, what's your take on any of the things we've discussed in the last 23 minutes? I mean, I'm a Central Jersey believer. Yes. Mostly because I'm from, you know, what could be considered Central Jersey. Same. I think I think Ocean County is a bit much to count as Central it Jersey. It is a bit much. But, but I'll, I'll Middlesex, give definitely. Yeah. Middlesex is Central Jersey. Yeah. Rutgers University, New Brunswick, yeah. in Central Jersey. Princeton University, in Central Jersey. Trenton, borderline. South. Could, could be considered South. South. But I would say Central Jersey. Yeah. And yeah, I mean... Our very own broadcast administrator, Mike Prevlitzel. You know what he runs? You know the name I of know, his the website? Central Jersey, Central Sports, Jersey Sports, Radio. Sports Radio. I know. What do you think he should call it? North not Jersey. North, middle, middle line Jersey no, Radio. No, how about just New Jersey Sports Radio? But it's only the center that he's doing. It's because the range is only in the middle. That's why he did Central. And that's why you call it New Jersey Sports Radio. New Jersey. <laughs> although. I'm sure they already have that. Although. Eh, Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. They could. They could not. I'm not quite sure. But notification. What What does that say, Doug? Uh, Kevin Schaefer. Thank you, Rutgers. Excited for what is next. Oh, okay. He's Fair entered the transfer portal. Oh, he has. Yes, Fair sir. enough. F- uh, f- uh, football player. Yes. Power 5 transfer. 6'5", 245, tight end slash DL. While we're here, we got about five minutes quickly. Spring game tomorrow. Red Scarlet v. White. Yes. Rutgers football spring game tomorrow. What are our thoughts? And you're on the call, right, Carl? I am. So oh, it's yeah. your first football call. It is indeed. Oh, okay. And you are with... Excuse I'm with me. It's like Brett, a four-man group. Uh, Brett, Eddie, Jake, and Ellis. Five and you. And me. So there's five. Five of us. I thought there were only four. No, five. Wow. It's so a five-man group. Oh, you guys are getting a lot of football yeah, so how do you, Did you guys year? figure out how you're going to divvy it up? Uh, 12 minutes each. Okay. Of play- And then what about like color and stuff like that? Yeah, like who, how many people are going to jump in? Are you going to have three on mic at once? or? I guess. I don't know. I mean, just... No, wait. You can't do all five. Or the other... If you're doing the, it, you can't do all four. The you can colors, only do like one I mean, or two. The, the color's important. Don't get me wrong. But the most important part is that every guy gets get, some, get some yes, PXP. Yeah, it, it, it's just a really big demo. That's all it is. Exactly. But I'm excited. I'm going to be there watching it as a fan. Okay. Nice. What no. I'm most anticipated for is... Wimsat. I think that's everybody's... Oh, what they're What everyone's interested in seeing. Um, You know, he's the future of the team. At least he's supposed to be right. And... So he'll get he'll get his like big action this this Friday. He'll get some big action. So should be fun. I'm just looking at the poll you put up now. Seven to one. Yes, it exists so far. Based on what? How many votes? It's eight, eight, eight votes. Eight seven eight to one. Votes. But we'll we'll see. Once How much you want to bet all those voters are in this department? I, mean, I don't know. I can't. I can't check who voted. Validate the vote. No, not at all. I'm just saying. How much you want to bet? I mean, those oh people are in this department. Well, this account has 1,188 followers. Okay. So. There's a good chance that they're either members or former members. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, well. I think most well. of them would be from New Jersey, too, which does not help your case. Yeah, that's fair. All right. That's fine. I mean, so I there you go. This account has 323 following. I remember going through the following ones, and we followed a bunch of, like, random accounts that did not follow <laughs> us back that were, like, not sports-related. So I did unfollow a couple. There you go, Doug. There you good go, job. Doug. But yes. We what appreciate it. What a guy. We appreciate that. Keep an eye on the scammers out there, the bots. The, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Those bots in, like different comment section it's online the fake twitter people youtube instagram twitter oh my god they come in like my photo oh you don't want to look at my story <laughs> and all this stuff all man. the bots yeah oh my god yeah yep big tech's gotta go <laughs> not what, a fan what of big what tech. Is big tech big tech big tech text oh, big like tech. apostrophe s to tech i see gotta go big tech gotta gotta running, those, running those fake accounts you gotta don't want to click on the link in my bio no in general <laughs> in general in general mm-hmm yeah. Not a fan of big tech. Section 230, adios. 
I guess know. that's fair. I'm not really familiar with Section 230. We'll, we'll save the history lesson for another time, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair. It's, it's 6:58 almost. We got a we got our seven o'clock break coming up, so we'll step aside. Hello, everybody. This is Dylan Allen, and this is your 7 p.m. sports update. Tomorrow night, Rutgers football hosts their annual spring game at 7 o'clock Eastern at SHI Stadium. Admission and parking is free of charge. The tale of two cities. Earlier today, the Yankees lost to Detroit uh, three to nothing, moving to seven and six on the year. While the New York Mets are one of the hottest teams in baseball, with a six to two win over the San Francisco Giants earlier today, winning this series taking three of four from San Fran and are currently 10-4 and four and are in first in the NL East. In the basketball world, we have three Western Conference games tonight as the Grizzlies look to win two in a row and take a 2-1 to one series lead in the Twin City. Dallas also looking to make it two in a row in Utah. No Luka Dantich tonight for the Mavericks. And to wrap it up for the NBA action, the Warriors look to take a commanding 3-0 lead as they play the Nuggets in Denver later tonight. That'll do it for your 7 o'clock sports update. More crude coming up next on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. <laughs> 